This episode is trigger warned for mentions of sexual assault, harassment, legal allegations, and capitalism. And just like that, I'm back like cook crack. <laughs> I'm actually not back. <laughs> um, Welcome back to the show. Your girl had to get in the stew because I was literally stewing. Like there's just so much shit going on and I just felt like I didn't have an outlet and I've been gone since like May. It's like fucking August now. Like bitch, it's almost spooky season. Like what the fuck is going on? But I had to hop on here. Cause it's just a lot of shit on my mental <laughs> and I just had to like release some stuff. I had to, I tried to go on my little hot girl walk, but trying to do my little mental health walks and shit like that. Girl, it was bugs and mosquitoes outside and the gym was full. So I was like, let me just go back in the house and just talk on his microphone and see if that makes me feel better. Um, so before we get into it, cause girl, we're keeping it really loose. I don't know how long I'm going to be talking on this bitch. I just feel like talking. Um, but one of the main reasons why I have not been producing episodes, <laughs> um, is primarily because I am wanting to switch my format over. I think I'm ready to go into video formats, but that is going to take a lot of timing and planning and there's just a lot of effort that's going to go into it. And also I'm going to be on hiatus until 2024. I'll probably do like dropping episodes like this every now and then if I really feel like getting something off my chest or really feel like contributing to like conversation with things going online. Because like, first of all, I'm not really online right now. If you follow me on TikTok, um, you know that I have not really been posting. One of the main reasons for leaving social media is started when um, I released that a letter to America episode that was only like four minutes long when I was talking about my frustration with the murder of Jordan Neely and I ended up getting rid of Twitter or I guess X now or whatever because I was essentially just waking up and consuming social media every single day and someone who was very socially and like politically aware I was like, you know, what are the activists doing? Like, what's going on? So you find yourselves in these Twitter threads where you're seeing horrible reactions of people talking about how he deserved it. And I would have done the same thing too. And you can't tell if these are bots or if these are actual like white supremacists. At this point, I was just like, I I can't do this anymore. Like, I cannot just wake up and consume media like I just I can't do it like and I still do it because <laughs> now it's just Instagram but my Instagram is so filtered like I've only followed like 400 people and I only think like 400 people follow me and like honestly to me that's enough and I only really interact with you know like actual friends and family and uh obviously like leftist blogs and like leftist communist meme blogs and shit like that but all the all the frustration of like being in the know and being up to date. I was like, I just, I can't do this anymore. Like my brain was literally in fucking overload. I will go from Twitter to TikTok, log to Instagram and see what was going on, which was basically just reiterations of Twitter and TikTok. I don't log on to Facebook. Um, I don't think I have any other, maybe I have Reddit, but I only use it to look at threads when we were talking about succession. Um, but yeah, like, I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I was just like, okay, this is like really stressing me out that we live in a country of almost like 400 million people and so many of y'all are fucking terrible that you wouldn't even sympathize with this person who was literally murdered for being homeless and going through mental health issues. So I deactivated my Twitter that day and I was over like two, almost three months. No, it's August. It's been like three months. So I know that Twitter is gone. I didn't deactivate my TikTok, but I just deleted it off my phone. And I was just like, yeah. And also deleted TikTok off my phone because why do you bitches, I don't know. Is it the pandemic? Is it the hyper surveillance that you're addicted to doing the work of the CIA? Why are you live streaming the Renaissance tour and Taylor Swift's tour and all these other artists who are on tour? 
We're not trying to see all of that shit, bitch. I don't see my show until fucking September. Why are you posting shit online? It's one thing to post a picture. But you got bitches who is posting whole parts of the concert on fucking YouTube. I had to block bitches on fucking YouTube and tell YouTube to stop wrecking me, stop recommending Beyonce content to me because I'm like, why are y'all spoiling the show? Now, I've seen various amount of pictures and 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 uh what is it called outfit changes against my will and I think I only seen like not even I haven't even seen an eighth of that fucking show but it still bothers me so I was like okay no the only social media I'm on is Instagram I done muted everybody in their motherfucking mama I I think I muted my own mama <laughs> I muted my own mama on motherfucking Instagram because I was like bitch I'm not playing with y'all it's August. I have done so well by really not being on social media or just consuming so much less media. Um, and I'm just like, I just, I can't do it. I couldn't do it with the constant reminders of the killings of black people and the constant reminders of people trying to show you shit. I'm just like, save some in your brain. Like everything don't gotta be broadcast. Everything don't gotta be showcased. Leave, leave some memories for your brain to look back on bitch. Like you don't got to post your pussy hole. (laughs) You bitches is, oh, we out here, we outside, and I see a pussy lip. Bitch, what? I mean, if that's your prerogative, I'm not slut-shaming you. Um, I don't know if I'm considered to be sex positive, but I, my thing is as long as everybody's a consenting adult, but I didn't consent to see your pussy lips on my timeline, ho. I'm sorry. I unfollowed, blocked, whatever. Um, But, yeah, social media is annoying. I know I use social media, but it's just it's a lot, and I feel like behaviors have changed because of the pandemic it's like them three years that we was kind of like really just inside especially like that first year motherfuckers are really out here acting like they gotta make up for time it was it was a shooting like I think last weekend at the H-E-B that I used to go to y'all shooting up the vintage park 249 Tomball Parkway H-E-B over some fucking beef Niggas was in a beef aisle, literally fucking beefing. And then one dude took the gun and pop, pop, two shots. And then the dude who shot the shots turned himself in. And the other dude, he just like left. He's like, whatever. And I'm just like, y'all need to go outside and and grow roots into the ground and connect with the underground mycelium and just feel something you need to put sunscreen on your body because apparently there's like a trend of people who are like not wearing sunscreen and standing in the sun okay you stupid bitch whatever put your fucking sunscreen on go spend some time in the sun eat some fruit and and fucking relax it's like everybody is on fucking edge and it's annoying Everybody want to be the fucking hero or the savior or they want to get that viral moment. It's like those three years of us being indoors, even though the pandemic is very much still going on, bitch, like ain't shit changed about it. But it's like people really act like them three years was the, the these were the times that they were cultivating their worst personalities and maybe people you know maybe people are grieving maybe they lost I'm sure people lost people I lost people during that time the issue is I have enough and I think a lot of us a lot of us who listen to this show we have enough introspection and self-respect and respect for others where there are other people who have had no personality this entire time they don't know how to navigate grief and trauma they don't know how to navigate a fucking pandemic and all of these calamities and climate change and they're just spiraling out onto other people and it's fucking crazy and it's just like I need you niggas and I use niggas as a race neutral gender neutral term even though I know it's not race neutral I'm talking about everybody the collective nigga I need you niggas to calm the fuck down because it's never that serious to pull out your fucking gun at a fucking H-E-B. Are you stupid? Y'all shooting kids, shooting babies, shooting cheerleaders in the parking lot. H-E-B is where you go to get your crawfish because you don't feel like driving to fucking Louisiana or driving to somebody that's uh, close to the bayou or going to somebody's house for crawfish. You get your little crappy ass crawfish. You go inside, get you a dollar drink, and you go the fuck home. Okay? H-E-B is essentially Whole Foods with slightly cheaper prices. Why is y'all popping off at the motherfucking off-brand Whole Foods, bitch? Stop fucking playing with me. But all that to say, (laughs) I, that's also why I wanted to take a break from social media. And also girl, the girl, 
listen mama is in school honey mama is taking classes I done signed up for some courses that's not going to be finished until December. And that's another reason why I'm taking hiatus because I need to focus and be all in. I I really, really want to be present because these courses can actually advance either of my careers, whether I decide to stay in corporate for a little longer, whether I decide to stay in corporate for a little while longer, girl, I got to enunciate, or the courses will eventually help me to pursue my dream of writing and directing and all that good stuff. So I'm just like, yeah, I need to make sure that I just have enough time to dedicate to the things that I need to do because girl, work is bad enough. Y'all bitches want me to work eight hours and in the eight hours I'm working. Okay, so this will happen at work. I had my mid-year review, which I don't know why we're reviewing mid-year review when I just had a fucking review in April. But what is really pissing me off about not just my particular company, but really all companies and then the sector that I'm working in in tech, they are like laying people off left and right. Like tech, entertainment, a lot of these jobs where people are doing like work from home type deals, they're laying a lot of people off. And one thing that's really pissing me off is like the justification for it is, oh, well, you know, we just didn't hit our numbers. But they're saying that because we're in a recession, but the politicos don't want to call it a fucking recession because we're in an election cycle and people don't want to blame Joe Biden. Look, of course we're in a fucking recession because the Fed already said we was going to be in a motherfucking recession. Then you got motherfucking Joe Biden, this war happy ass bitch. And let me tell you something else. These bitches hear recession and the first thing they hear is war contract, defense contract. Y'all bitches was sitting here trying to blow Ukraine and Russia off the motherfucking map, giving these bitches our fucking money while the Fed is decreasing wages and companies are increasing prices for shit. And you think that this fucking country's not a fucking powder keg? So I just been on anxious, on anxiety, had this mid-year review because they're like, oh, they're tracking time now. They're trying to justify um, they're We're tracking time to make sure that that customers, when they have a request, that the request is appropriately billed. But then the girl, old girl was like, oh, but I feel like they're tracking time because they're trying to fire us. So now I'm fucking anxious as shit. And I'm like, so bitches, you fire me or lay me off or what? The team, not the team lead, the director said, hey, you guys are safe. The people who really need to be worried are middle managers and upper management because they know that if if they let get let go, we as the actual workers, we will pull everything together. Um, we'll, we'll still continue to work. We function without managers. But my whole thing is just like, to even look for another job right now, I'm not confident in my resume. I still want to build some skills. Sure. I can apply to other jobs. Yeah. Whatever. What they say. That's not even like a real thing. Imposter syndrome. I don't give a shit about that no more. Right. I will apply to be a CEO of an airline right fucking now on indeed, bitch. I don't give a fuck. My issue is that how do you work your nine to five and then go to class every fucking day, at least Monday through Friday for me, Monday through Thursday. Cause Friday, I ain't trying to do shit trying to do the stuff they need you to do at work, do a podcast, do your course, do your writings on the side, and then also pitch in and help with other things and still have a social life. Bitch, I'm fucking tired. And I always come on this motherfucking podcast talking about I'm fucking tired. But one thing I'm really tired of, bitch, is motherfucking capitalism, bitch. We need to boot this shit the fuck out of here. We need a fucking reboot, bitch, because I'm not the only one who feels it. I cannot imagine people with spouses and children and family members that they take care of people who don't have enough food to eat i'm hearing stories of people skipping meals so that they could save money they are literally robbing us blind girl i'm so glad that sag after and wga and all the pga all the girls the ups i think the ups people made made an agreement but yes bitch we need a general strike but before we have a general strike, we need to build community. We need to be tight. I'm talking about we have networks for people to get groceries, to sleep, to have food, to to have a place to stay, to have clothes, to get to school, to 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 get to the various places that they need to do to conduct whatever they got to conduct, bitch. I'm talking about we all got to be a fucking stealth mode. But I might ass be so, sometimes I be so pessimistic because I be like, 
I'd be like, how do I build community with people who are not interested in revolution? And I don't think it's that people are not interested in revolution. I just think that people are sometimes themselves too tired to think of other solutions. But I really, I do hope we see revolution in our lifetime. And at this point, like, I know y'all are tired of the fucking okie doke of the wool being pulled over your fucking eyes because the fucking congressman, whoever the, you know, there's so many fucking congressmen that I don't know these motherfucking people. I ain't never seen that bald headed bastard before in my life. And here he go in front of the, the, the committees talking about some, he done found non-human biologicals and spacecrafts and all kinds of shit. Bitch, let me tell you something. We don't give a fuck about no motherfucking aliens. If them aliens are not coming with intergalactic communism, keep them. I don't give a fuck. If them aliens are not here to guillotine you billionaire bitches, I don't give a fuck. If the aliens are not here to overthrow our government, I don't give a shit that they are here. Because how you, how you travel faster than the speed of light or you opened up a portal or wormhole or whatever the fuck it is that for your ass to get here. And you done seen this 725 minimum wage and these $2,000 rent apartments just to live with roaches. And you ain't, and you ain't offer to beam Scotty up no motherfucking where shame on you aliens <laughs> for not helping a bitch out. Fuck you. And, and like I said, I know y'all are tired of the okie doke. Cause first of all, the spiritual girlies and the conspiracy theories, them girls knew that the aliens was real. Now shit going off the keg. Motherfuckers is striking. Bitches is working. Bitches is working that collective consciousness. Bitches is working towards class struggle or are in class struggle. And people are seeing that, oh, this American empire shit is really shit. And we need to be the ones to fuck this shit up. And so the government don't like that. They don't like your ass waking up and looking at me like unseen that you see the okie doke and you about to give them the rope a dope. They don't like that shit. So now here they go trying to flash aliens in in front of us. Let me tell you something, CIA and NSA alphabet boys, alphabet mafia, not the good alphabet mafia, not the LGBTQs, not the liga chicka bigger tickers. I'm talking about the, the FBI, CIA, NSA, all you hoes. Let me tell y'all something. That shit might have worked in 1995 when bitches had motherfucking dial up internet we can fix him we can build him yeah when motherfuckers was dialing up to aol that shit might have worked but do you understand the 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 rabbit holes of youtube and tiktok do y'all remember when bitches was doing that motherfucking uh, TikTok trend where you like put in coordinates and you just had to follow the coordinates and the coordinates would like lead people to like these really crazy places in the forest. I think it was like juggernauting, bitch. I don't remember what the fuck it was called, but bitches would like look at the hashtag of like random coordinates and then they would just find up somewhere. People was finding dead bodies. You got these children who consume from sunup to sundown, who be on TikTok, who go viral, who know all the dances, who are so stimulated. You think Congress into revealing aliens is going to do any motherfucking thing about that? Oh, piss off. Get get out of here with that fucking malarkey. This, it, it, it didn't phase not one fucking person. Don't nobody give a damn because you sitting here talking about aliens. Bitches is dying in the streets. Bitches is getting motherfucking killed by police. And you sitting here talking to me about aliens? Oh, get the fuck off. Log off, CIA. Y'all not even good at your fucking jobs. This is how you think you can control population? This is how you think America has created a disgusting pit of consumption of consumerism and it has essentially really desensitized folks uh to other phenomena people are not in tune with themselves in tune with their intuition people are having more mental illness and more stuff you you sin of here y'all have created a wasteland that has essentially made people sick of capitalism and homesick for things that bring us back to nature so much so that you think that oh the way we'll distract them this time is we'll tell them about aliens bitches are on fucking ketamine bitches are doing trank they already met the aliens bitch they don't care 
Like, how out of touch are you? Using the same old divide and conquer taxes. Bitch, you're not even good at your fucking job. Oh, my God. I would say KYS, but, girl, I'm not trying to get in jail for no motherfucking terroristic threat, bitch. Anywho, bitch. Um, girl, this is also something that's been grinding my gears. Um, I wasn't going to talk about this. And every time I want to talk about it on the show, I always stop myself because this is like, honestly, a point of contention for a lot of fat liberationists and uh, people who follow fat liberation politics. But I, I don't know if I'm actually an activist. I think I'm just a person who is socially aware because when you think about activism, you have to actually act. There is a performance element of activism. Being intelligent and having introspection and being able to move your position and read theory and practice theory is important. But I, I, I don't think I can still call myself a fat liberation activist, even though I do stay abreast and accept the majority of fat liberation politics. All of that to say, I am on Ozempic because I'm a type two diabetic. Um, I use it to, you know, lower my overall blood sugars. My doctor and I are trying to do a plan to eventually get me off of insulin because I hate injecting myself every day um, versus like you could inject yourself once a week and just manage your diabetes with uh, exercise and a balanced diet. All that good stuff to say, right? What I'm tired of is every time I try to renew my prescription, is there's always an Ozempic shortage. Now, I'm going to say this. There are a lot of people who take Ozempic to lose weight. I am a fat type 2 diabetic who is also disabled with other chronic illnesses, endometriosis, asthma, all these other things. Y'all, if you want to know, go back and listen to all my shows, right? I do not take Ozempic to lose weight. I have lost some weight, but that is not my primary purpose. My primary purpose is to lower my overall sugars. At one point, I, I, my A1C, like when I was first diagnosed, my A1C was almost 12. It was like 11.9. Then because I was doing keto and I had extra income, A1C went to like 6.1. When I moved out and inflation hit in February of 2022, a bitch couldn't do motherfucking keto. So that 6.1 A1C shot back up to almost eight. I was like at 7.5, 7.7. And the A1C kept increasing, even though I was on insulin. So my doctor was like, hey girl, let's try Ozempic. So we tried Ozempic in February of 2023. It's been working out. The A1C is so much lower. I think I'm back down to 6.5 and I've been on it. It's great. Sometimes I personally, as a type two diabetic, who is also big, fat, whatever you want to call it, I do not experience that many symptoms. I do have low blood sugar sometimes, um, but not really all the time. If I just eat a balanced diet and go for walks, I'm fine. Okay, why did I bring up Ozempic? Because I said I was tired of the shortages. But why are there shortages? You bitches are a size eight trying to be a size six. You're a size eight trying to be a size two because you want to be skinnier and you want to continue your trigger warning for... Um, eating disorders you want to continue your bulimia your anorexia and now you're just doing it medically I don't blame the bitches all the way because we know that in this capitalist society they're going to seek profit this drug was created to help type 2 diabetics manage their blood sugar and because of the clinical trials in the study and they saw that some people did lose about 15 uh, percent of their starting weight from when they started Ozempic to when they were not on Ozempic right they saw that about they lost 15% of, they were 15% lighter than when they came back in uh, from, from like, I think like a six month study or whatever the fuck the shit said, right? Now the drug companies were like, oh, let's capitalize on this and tell everybody it's a weight loss drug. So you start seeing ads for WeGovi. You start seeing ads for Ozempic. You start seeing ads for Manjaro. Oh, it's, and then what do they call it? It's a miracle weight loss drug. So why my ass the other day, and, and those of you who follow me on Instagram and watch my story, I kind of already touched on this. If you look on the Instagram ads, as you're looking through your stories and the ads pop up, I see an ad for the law offices for the people of Morgan and Morgan. And it was like, are you on Ozempic, Wegovi or Manjaro? 
Have you experienced gastroparesis and IBS and chronic farting and shit mouth and total scrotal implosion? Then you may be <laughs> entitled to compensation. And I'm just like, I told you bitches so. If you're not a type 2 diabetic, you don't need this fucking drug. But what you need to do, Sally, is take your ass on the MyFitnessPal, put in your weight, see how much calories that you want to eat. Losing weight is simple calories in, calories out. Now, I understand. I also explained this on my story. There are other reasons why people take Ozempic that are not type 2 diabetic. I know that people have endometriosis, PCOS, which can cause weight gain, um, that can cause um, hormonal disorders. I know that people use it to help with um, what they consider to be obesity or morbid obesity. I understand all that. But y'all don't have any of that. You're not diabetics. You're not obese, quote unquote. You're not um, PCOS, endometriosis. You don't have any of that. You're simply just a person who wants to lose weight and you're looking for a quick way to do it because you have been inundated with beauty standards that have tricked you into thinking that you're not beautiful because you've got a little butt and a little gut. Girl, put the Ozempic down and go for a walk to clear your mental health. And before you go on your walk, eat a meal that is not a protein bar or a protein drink and drink fucking water and eat fruit and wear your sunscreen and just be okay with yourself. That is part of the reason that we need to be in community. Capitalism has isolated us. And so we're alone with our thoughts, looking at all these people on the socials and looking at all these people in media and entertainment. And they're like, this is what sexiness is. This is what beauty is. And then we sit up here and we convince ourselves like, oh, I'm not that. Then we get upset at ourselves and, and have insecure relationships with our friends and family because we are not happy with ourselves because we keep listening to this fucking train that is telling us to consume 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 but bitch you didn't need it in the first place there are so many advertisements and things and i'll be like what's the what's that thing right it's like the little the little terry cloth wristbands that you put on your wrist when you're washing your face and i'm like this is such a fucking waste of money they just be selling this bitch you don't need a funko pop what the fuck, bitch? I don't care. You don't need a fucking Funko Pop. I know it brings you joy, but you don't need 1,000 of them. And so that means if you have 1,000 and another person has 1,000 and 10,000 of y'all niggas got 1,000, that means there are probably billions of Funko Pops just like rotting in an ocean somewhere because the factory couldn't push it or sell it enough. This is waste. So now that same concept of waste and consume is in every fucking industry and it's in the medical field. So now motherfuckers is experiencing all kinds of shit because you was taking Ozempic to lose weight because you simply just didn't want to do calories in calories out and go for walks and drink water every day. I'm not trying to shame. I know I'm upset, but girl, I need this Ozempic because I have a life threatening illness to save my life. I don't, I don't give a damn. I'm about to go. I be saying this joke to myself all the time. I got a doctor's appointment on Thursday. I'm finna be the first bitch in history to take Ozempic and gain weight. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck, bitch, because I'm looking for that sugar to lower. Because at one point, I was so neurotic. The Ozempic did flare my eating disorder. I would stop eating because I was like, I shouldn't be hungry. I should be okay. I had half an almond on Saturday, so why am I hungry? Like, bitch, if you don't fucking eat some food, then I found out that with the Ozempic, if you eat, like, quick food, I'm trying to avoid saying junk food because when people are living in food apartheid and don't have the option of choosing what they want to eat, like, I'm not going to call something junk. If that McDonald's or that fish fish filet, filet fish saves your fucking life or saves your fucking stomach from, from eating itself because you're so fucking hungry, if it saves you from hunger, I'm not going to fucking judge you. And I don't want to call it junk food anymore. Like, I just, I just don't feel like I should. And even in a world where everybody has access to fresh fruits and vegetables, fat people are still going to exist. So the idea of junk, sure, the McDonald's may not be as great for you as like a protein salad with you know grilled chicken and brown rice and quinoa and all this other shit or whatever but at the end of the day food is food it is what it is 
But I have noticed that when I eat, that's why I call it quick food. When I eat quick food, if I'm in a bind, if I'm in a jam and it's like McDonald's or it's like a Chick-fil-A, I am, I, st- I still have like more hunger cues versus like if I wake up in the morning and I make avocado toast with a fried egg and smoked salmon with arugula and some fruit on the side and do like a a nice you know uh sugar-free coffee or whatever the fuck it is I make I'll be full for hours and probably won't take a meal until 8 p.m because my hunger has just been suppressed so with the Ozempic even that I've noticed that when I eat healthier I'm able to it, it works the way it's supposed to work right Versus when I'm eating quick food because I'm stressed at work or I've traveled and I can't get back home and I haven't had time to cook meals, I have a bit more tick on the hunger cues. So when that was happening, I was like, no, bitch, you're too fat to eat. The Ozempic is supposed to make us skinny. And I had a fucking mental breakdown because I said your whole life you have been trying to be skinny. You need to release yourself from the shackles. You need to understand that there is a possibility that you will die fat and you need to be okay with that. That doesn't mean that you are less of a person. That doesn't mean that you are less deserving of dignity. That doesn't mean anything that this fat phobic society has said that this is what we deserve for being fat. And so at the end of my breakdown, I said to myself, Ephemina, all you need to do is focus on moving your body and living a healthy life according to you and to what you can do. I told myself, you need to focus on taking care of yourself and not worrying about being Miss Skinny Mini or being Miss Slim Thick because more than likely that's just not your body type. It's not your size. And you're not going to look like that unless you go and get surgery. And so since we're not getting surgery because we don't believe in all that shit, you just need to love and appreciate the body that you're in now because it's the only one you fucking have. So now I've had to come to terms with that but it's other people who have not come to terms with it. And every time I try to refill my prescription, oh, it's sold out. We don't have it. There's a national shortage. All because y'all want to be Miss Slim Thick Skinny Mini BBL on the motherfucking timeline. Girl, more power to you, but leave the medicine alone. Leave the medicine alone. And like I said, it's not. I don't fully fault the girls. It is also the fault of this healthcare system that seeks to maximize profits and for privatized healthcare. They shouldn't have been selling it to y'all in the first place. It's fucking ridiculous. I also, and it's also the responsibility of the doctors. Why are you suggesting? And sometimes I've even heard some doctors are like, hey, like Bob, the people who run our hospitals, When we have our meetings with the board or whatever the case is, they'll tell us that we're pushing XYZ surgery. We're pushing XYZ medicine. We're pushing Ozempic so that clients can can clients so that patients uh, can can get this, you know, blah, 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 whatever the fuck it is that they sell it. Look, the point that I'm making is Ozempic does not do to me personally, in my own lived experience does not do all that all that stuff that class action lawsuit said that it was doing it don't do that shit to me because I'm a type 2 diabetic and it's doing its intended purpose when I first had my I think my first pap smear was I think was also in February as well I had my pap smear and um the, the 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 nursing tech or the medical tech she was in the room with me going over stuff before the gynecologist came in and she was like Oh, okay, I see that you're on some new medications. Looks like you're on Ozempic. I was like, yeah, I am. She goes, oh, well, how do you like it? I said, it's fine. I was like, I've lost eight pounds so far and I just started it a week ago and blah, 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 blah. She was like, oh, okay, that's cool. My homeboy started Ozempic and he says it makes him sick to his stomach. He's vomiting and throwing up every day. And he said he had black stool. And I'm like, what the, girl, what? <laughs> and I'm not trying to belittle or make fun of his, his you know, issues because I, I hope he got that taken care of. But I asked her, I said, is he a type two diabetic or is he just taking it to lose weight? Because my doctor advised me. She was like, yeah, like if you're not a type two diabetic, you're going to get some of those side effects. But she was like, most of my patients who are big and who are diabetic are not experiencing those side effects. I said, tell your homie to get up off it. It's not meant for him. Tell him to go in the gym and and, and just do what they what they be doing in the gym. Creatine and or was it Celsius plus vitamin C? 
Take that shit, eat your rice crispy and, and go lift some weights, man. That shit is it's not for everybody. Like it's it really isn't. And it's pissing me off because I that is a drug that I need and it's always in shortage because of fucking capitalism. Because of what capitalism has done to our brains to make us think that we need things that we fucking don't. Because if the if the economic structure is is structured around how much Americans can consume and what we can sell to them and what we can't sell to them, we'll sell to the third world. This shit will eventually crumble. It's already crumbling. It's a slow collapse and I'm fucking tired of it. My voice is literally going out. So I'm going to touch on this last fucking topic. Melissa Vivian Jefferson, born April 27th, 1988, known professionally as Lizzo. Uh, let me tell you something. First of all, I really want to say this. As a survivor of sexual assault, I got a trigger warning this entire episode. As a survivor of sexual assault that experienced sexual assault and harassment throughout my life, starting from as a very young child, you you recall these things as a kid. Like I remember one of, I don't even know if I could tell this story. It doesn't matter. I just, well, hmm. I just remember not only like my assault that happened from ages nine to 14, but also like the various harassments that I experienced from men folk in my community, in school. These were people's granddads and fathers and uncles who would like tell me that they're attracted to me. And I'm like, nigga, I'm nine. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I remember being sexually harassed by police officers like it doesn't matter who has done what or what has been alleged I am always going to side with the victims I am always going to side with the people who were hurt this is not a this is not a situation where like I don't even know there's no I don't know people like to think like oh we got to hear both sides to every story but to me, as a survivor, I don't care to hear the other side. This isn't a situation where two people have been warring in fair Verona and two families were rivals and blah, blah, blah. This isn't that kind of situation. This is a situation where employees, her dancers, are making allegations against their employer, Lizzo. I want to point that out first and just say I support the victims. I don't care if they go to court and the court rules in favor of Lizzo and she's proved innocent. She will always be guilty in my eyes because you shouldn't even have those allegations coming out against you. One thing that has always pissed me off about neoliberal representation is that it co-opts language from the ideas of representation, right? And co-opts radical, you know, sayings and chants and slogans and then tries to apply it to bourgeoisie or petite bourgeoisie people simply because they are black. For example, when I did the all abusers deserve to fall from grace episode, there were so many people, even friends who were like, oh, Jonathan Majors ain't do it. That white woman lying, blah, 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 blah. They always lying on the black man. Look at Emmett Till. And I had to get on the mic and get in the stool and tell you bitches that that nigga is not Emmett Till. There are character witness accounts that talked about his piss poor behavior since he was from grad school because he knew he was talented and knew he was the shit and knew he was fucking next up so and month and they was like oh well he would method act and he would be so mean and so angry let me tell you something i'm not a learned actor but i've done a quite a bit of acting there is no amount of method acting that can make you act like an asshole if you are acting like an asshole outside of your lines and outside of your recording time, you're just simply an asshole because y'all be method acting and the acting don't even be that fucking good. Oh, bad acting asshole. So here's my thing. Lizzo is a black woman that does not absolve her from shitty behavior. It's too many people in the comments. It's too many people making videos and responses to this shit. Is too many people who are defending her simply because she is a black woman, but she is a black woman who is an employer and who has allegedly harassed the people who are under her employ. Allegations of false imprisonment. There's allegations of, of bad piss poor character, allegations of sexual harassment, of calling people slurs. If she were a white woman, 
bitches will be coming out the weir and be like, fuck you, fuck you, old dumbass, stupid ass. They will flame her the fuck up. But because she's Lizzo and she has the platform that she has and she promotes positivity and she's a big girl, so we got to support her. I don't give a fuck what size, shape, or color an abuser is. If I find out that you've been abusing people, that you've been harassing people, that you've been lording power over people's lives, and I find out that you're a shitty person, I don't give a fuck what color you are. I don't give a fuck what your size is. If I find out you're a shitty person, I'm not supporting you anymore. And I'm fucking mad because all this shit came out four days after I done purchased Yiddy. Now, before I continue on with Miss Melissa Jefferson with her allegations, let me talk about this quick review of these Yiddy smooth shaped dresses and, and, and matching body uh, fucking bras and, and shorts. So it's like if you've ever done Fabletics or Just Fab or uh, BoosieShoe.com or whatever fucking company back in the day is set up like that. I think Savage Fenty is also set up like that. You sign up for a VIP account to, to get the rewards, to get the discounts, get the member price, and you have to skip the month at between the first and the fifth of the month, or otherwise the sixth, you'll be charged. So I signed up. I bought the clothes, like, like I said, four days before the allegations had dropped. I had dropped, the, I had bought the clothes, been like $100. I bought two of the smooth, smoothing out dresses and a, a bra and pant, not bra and panty, but a bra and short set one tan and one brown the dresses are okay they're not bad I got in a size 5x because I don't really know what my size is I'm still you know work or depressed about what what my size is I'm still depressed about a lot of things or whatever the point is I don't know what my size is so I always over size I'm probably a 3x but I got a 5x so that's on me the dresses are fine the bras and panties Worst bras in the history of fucking bras. First off, when I saw the ads for Yiddy, I, I didn't even really like the bras because I was just like, they don't sit your titties pretty. Like they kind of like my, first of all, my titties are shaped like Squidward's nose and they sit away from each other. One rolls on my right arm and the other one rolls on my left shoulder. That's just how my titties is set up. I have the body type. If you look at fertility statues and statues of beauty in the Yoruba culture, take an African art class and look at the fertility statues and the statues of beauty in my culture. I am literally shaped like that. Long titties, big stomach, big ass that's flat on the top and cupped at the bottom. That's how that's one of the many prominent shapes of a lot of African people and the one and just like, you know, a lot of Africans, a lot of West Africans, South Africans, they have the typical Coke bottle shape. Then, you know, not then, well, small waist, big boobs, big ass. Like, we're shaped differently all over. But the quintessential mother, you know, fertility shape of my people that we carved into wooden carvings, that's what I'm shaped like. I'm a symbol of beauty in my culture. I don't give a fuck. But in this culture over here, I'm over here trying to, harm myself and starve myself and giving myself low blood sugar episodes because I'm, I'm still trying to be miss skinny mini anyway the bras already don't position your titties to be pretty even when and I don't want to talk about her body or whatever because it's her body but when I saw her modeling the bra I'm just like how come the breast is still pointed down the point of a bra, in my opinion, is to pick them up. But okay, whatever. So I'm thinking because everybody's titties was pointing down that maybe it's not a bra bra. Bitch, I put that fucking bra on and that shit cut my ass in half. I couldn't even get into the thing. I said, bitch, this is a 5X. So then you put it on and it sucks you. And it's like, and you can't fucking breathe. And I'm like, I bought 5X so that the shit wouldn't be tight. But I might as well have just ordered an extra small because what the fuck? This shit's small as fuck. So then it's got the 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 fucking bra has the little plastic slip on the bottom because it said, oh, it's a plastic slip so it doesn't roll up. And it, it's still rolling, rolling, rolling and tumbling, tumbling. The thing is still rolling that. And then the straps also roll. So I'm like, I just paid 
$12 for two bras or no, two bras, $24. So it was $24 for each set. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. So it was everything was twelve dollars each because when you do the little VIP, it's like two bras for twenty four dollars, two shorts for twenty four, two bottoms for twenty four dollars. So I got the matching bottoms, and again I got them in five X. The bottoms completely fall off me because the bottoms are not compression. So and I don't know what exactly I was fucking ordering. I just say, hey, this one matches and this one matches. So let me get it together. So that one could have been on me when with the bottoms, but I specifically I didn't want compression outfits i just wanted a bra to put on with matching shorts that i could walk around the house in then so i'm like okay cool this is cool so i'm walking around my room and i'm like all right cool for like five minutes to see if i like it because i was like hey girl if you don't like it keep the tags on but i was like okay cool but i was like no i like it i like it it's great it's cool so i washed them did follow the directions everything i put the shit back on and I'm walking around my house and the shorts start sliding off my ass. I said, girl, what the fuck is this? It's not, it's not supposed to be moving. Why the fuck are these shorts rolling down? And why is this bra riding up? So I'm like, okay, maybe it was because I washed it. But the point is, the bra is terrible. The shorts are terrible. And I can't return nothing because I done tried to cut slits into the bra <laughs> to try to make it fit better. But it doesn't fucking matter. Then I tried to put the other bra on when I went for a walk earlier this evening. And the bra damn near ripped. So I can't return anything back. Can't give anything back. Done took the tags off. One of the bras is destroyed. So really the only two things I got out of it was two dresses. Now back to the allegations of Miss Melissa Vivian Jefferson. And I'm going to say this as a fellow big girl from one big girl to another big girl. Lizzo, people already hate us because we are fat and we take up space. I understand that you are infallible. I understand that you are a human being. But one thing that really pissed me off that Lizzo did was when she put her statement out and she mentioned her sexuality. This is my thing. It pisses me off because every time a celebrity is in trouble, especially when it comes to sexual allegations, sexual assault or sexual harassment, they like to pretend like their sexuality has something to do with their deviancy. That shit don't got shit to do with shit. If you're a deviant, it does not matter if you are gay, straight, lesbian, bi, heterosexual, cis, trans, it don't fucking matter. A deviant is a deviant. You're talking to a survivor of sexual assault. The person who molested me for many years was a 60-year-old, 60-something-year-old man. And there are plenty of people who can attest to their assault, whether it was the same sex or heterosex, it doesn't fucking matter. You are the person who gets fucked over in the situation, both literally, literally, emotionally, and figuratively. So... For her to bring up her sexuality and be like, oh, I don't I don't appreciate people bringing my sexuality into the question. I've always been open with my sexuality. Did you tell the girl to eat the banana at the girl pussy? Yes or no, bitch. Don't start bringing up all that motherfucking bullshit because this is what pissed me off about it. So there is so much hate going on in this country towards trans people, towards queer people lgbtq people and it's a lot of it is because of people not understanding that you can live your life and sexuality outside of the gender binary and outside of the sex binary it's more than one sexuality it's more than one gender get with it get hip or shut the fuck up i don't care if you don't want to believe that for yourself that's fine but you don't get to go on tirades and rants and protests drag story time and drag brunches just because you can't fucking think for your fucking self so she's using that as a way to skirt around the allegations but it's like when she talked about the weight shaming she addressed that head on I don't like that shit I said this in another Instagram rant when these white male celebrities get in trouble for abuse well I think only well the, the examples I'm about to give I don't think one of them is male one of them is non-binary Ezra Miller, Flash, the fl the flopping Flash, um, <clears throat> what's his name? Uh, uh, Brad Pitt, and who's the other one? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf was beating the shit out of FKA Twigs, beating that little black pretty British girl's ass, and then all of a sudden he's getting photographed because he's trying to reintegrate into acting and shit. He's getting photographed wearing skirts. 
Brad, they said Brad Pitt hit one of his kids on a plane in front of people. Now, all of a sudden, he too getting photographed wearing skirts, talking about some, yeah, I just like how the breeze in his feels. And, you know, I just don't really think about gender anymore. I don't really think about gendering my clothing. It is complete tactics for when these abusers, especially these male abusers or male presenting abusers, however, because um, of Ezra Miller, they're not male, they're non-binary. They, they're, because with Ezra Miller, they like spit on a Hawaiian person when they were filming the the flash and they were like in jail and they were like involved with like a young person who they had known for like a very long time when they were a minor age and there was like allegations of like grooming and then their team went on and was like they have mental health issues girl again because people don't understand mental health and we know that mental health is stigmatized. We know that people do not understand these not necessarily new concepts with these non-Western concepts, with these non-capitalist concepts of gender and gender identity and sexual orientation and fluidity. We know that people don't understand this shit. So when celebrities get in trouble and they try to soften their image, that's the first thing they do is they try to, bring up their sexuality how they're so free and they're so open wrong fucking answer bitch did you or did you not tell that girl to eat that motherfucking banana did you or did you not hear about your dance captain proselytizing and shaming this girl or i think she was either shaming the girl or talking about the girl's virginity did you or did you not know that these things were happening did you or did you not falsely imprison somebody and search their phone to take a recording off their phone that they were using for like assistive assistiveness <laughs> because they have a disability are you treating your workers fairly because it was also the allegations of the people who decided not to go out with her when she's going to the nude bars and the French cabarets and the the banana pussy bars in Amsterdam that if you don't go with her as her dancer then she is like firing people or she's not giving them opportunities to dance or calling them back. You need to address those allegations head on, bitch. I don't want to hear shit about your sexuality. Your sexuality don't have nothing to do with if you are sitting here being a good and decent employer, giving everybody fair and balanced wages and allowing people to have upward mobility in their jobs. That is what this is about in terms of and also the care of said victims, your entire platform, body positivity, don't bully, be happy, uh, uplifting black woman. Apparently she called a woman. I, th I think most of her dances are either black or maybe some brown, but I think the majority of them are black. So apparently she also used a racial slur. She probably called her nigga or something. And I don't know what she called her, but if something racial. I don't think I've ever seen like a white or an Asian plus size dancer dance for Lizzo. So I'm assuming that the girl, that the woman is either black or brown or something. But the point is, did you do these things? Yes or no. And I guess we will find that out in a court of law. But what we're not going to do is sit up here and lean into the ignorance of the population and skirt around accountability by saying that, oh, I've always been open about my sexuality and I'm non-binary, furry, Z, Zim, Zer, Zaddy, Dom, mental illness, BDSM. We're not doing that shit. You need to hold yourself fucking accountable for being a fucking monster and a fucking terrorist to the people who work under you. It don't got shit to do with your sexuality. And I'm not shaming the girls for going to banana bar and eating fruit out of people's pussies if that's what you want to do bitch all power to you and you are a free and consenting adult who is doing that with another friend consenting adult but it's the fact that the allegations are saying that you that lizzo would like deceive the her dancer she's like oh we're just going i think it was like it was the amsterdam trip or it was either the french trip where she was like oh we're gonna go and look at some local artists and we're gonna take in the art and see how we can apply it to the show just so we can be ste as steeped in the culture and apply it to the show and then she takes them and then she's like she's chanting or egging on one of the dancers to eat the banana out of the banana bar like at the, at the fucking vagina what is going on you don't have to deceive nobody you could have just in the group chat hey i want to go see some ass who want to come with me if don't nobody want to go with you, then don't nobody want to go with you. You can be a freak all by your goddamn self. You don't have to include other people in that. 
You don't have to coerce people to that. That shit is fucking coercion because now she playing with their money. Cause apparently the allegations also said, I think I just said this, that the people who didn't go with her, they got fewer opportunities to dance. So at the end of the fucking day, all you celebrities, black, white, brown, whatever the fuck you are, you do not get to stand behind your sexuality to offset your poor and bad decisions and poor and bad behavior that you have had towards people because your sexuality don't got shit to do with your character. I'm asexual. I've been discovering that now. I don't want nobody touching me. Don't look at me. Don't come to my house. Don't call me. And I'm a, I feel like I have a good judgment of character. They don't have my asexuality. Don't have shit to do with how I treat people. It doesn't. Y'all don't get to hide behind that shit. And that's the shit that really pisses me off. Because now people will use that and be like, oh, see, they are groomers. Oh, see, the LGBTQIA plus, they are groomers. Look how they're doing. Look at what Lizzo did. She said she's open with her sexuality. And that's why you got to be careful. When whole time, the majority of us who are assaulted, or at least in my lived experience, we were assaulted by people of the opposite sex. It doesn't fuck your sexuality don't matter when it comes to harm. You're just harming people while you have this sexuality you could have had a you could have you could have been a no sexuality you could have been asexual aromantic a whatever and you can still be a piss poor person and a bad boss fuck you girl um yeah all that to say um we need protection from these abusers from these employers uh and i i sign off with this I stand with the victims. I stand with the people who are bringing forth these allegations. I stand with the young girl who talked about, I think she said how Lizzo like took her boyfriend and she, she couldn't like tell anybody cause nobody would have believed her. Anybody coming out against celebrities. I always believe those people because you know what? We are only in parasocial relationships with celebrities. We don't actually know them. The image that we have of them in our brains, this is an image that they have spent money on time, PR, marketing, and communication for that image to be branded into our brains. And that's how we always think of that person. That's why y'all look really fucking crazy when you be fighting for your life in these fucking comments on these Instagram and TikTok and Twitter videos or whatever the fuck because y'all are fighting for someone who you don't fucking know instead of fighting for the people that you do know, which is why we need to be in community with one another. Bitch, let me tell you something. I'm going to always bring it back to community, ho. <laughs> okay? I'm going to always bring that shit back to community. And I talk about community so much is because it's something that we need. We have to develop a sense of is my neighbor okay? Are the people who I see every day when I'm dropping my kid off at school, do they have what they need? And when we all start taking care of each other, it'll be much harder for these abusers, these people who are in positions of powers, these celebrities, these CEOs, all of these people who are at the top of the capitalist pyramid scheme, it's going to be a lot harder for them to try and exploit us. It's going to be harder for them to be hard on us, to come down on us, because we'll be united standing together. And a lot of that is going to take introspection and a complete rewiring of some of y'all's brains because if the comments I'm reading online are not bots and you are real people then baby I need you to get some books and get some prayer you need to talk to Allah Buddha Jesus Rama Sita Shiva and Nim you need to talk to the old gods and the new you need to pull out something to open up that third eye that chakra and see how you can fix your brain to rewire to be plugged into community Okay, look, my voice is trailing off and I've been on this bitch for almost a whole fucking hour. So let me tell you, all the fans will be like, girl, you don't be talking enough. I need these episodes to be three hours long. Girl, you get it 60 minutes today. Okay, now just want to repeat, um, this will be the last episode until 2024 unless I decide to pop in. And maybe I'll give you all an update by the time I go to the Renaissance concert. But just know this is going to be the last one for a while. I'll make an announcement on the page and cause mama's got work to do. You know, mama's mama's got to take care of her mental health and I ain't just want to leave y'all hanging, but I will make the formal announcement after I post this episode and girl, we going to be good. We going to be all right. I just had to get this shit off my chest and let y'all know that I'm going to see you in 2024. All right.
Peace out. <laughs>